You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's RuPaul's Drag Race After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's RuPaul's Drag Race After Show. Hit it. It's all in me, anything you want to do. We can just push in on Jackie. You're doing fine. Do it. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of After Buzz TV's RuPaul's Drag Race After Show. I am your host, Kenny Harrison. Next to me is the lovely... Jackie Borowski. Next to her is a lovely Cameron Marston. And running the show tonight is our main gal, Marissa. What's up, everyone? Hi, Marissa. I love the song. I love the song, mm-hmm. too. Well, this was a song they did for the uh, Lip Sync for Your Life, which, in my opinion, this is what a, sh- a, a Lip Sync for Your Life song should be. Lip- it is. But that we'll, is correct. But we'll get to that. Oh, ask me about my outfit tonight. What's your outfit tonight, Jackie? Um, I am the missing character from Shade the Rusical, um, which is Party City Princess. Okay. What act These do- items are actually from Party City. <laughs> what act should that have belonged in? The third act. Third act. But it, musicals only come in two acts, right? Oh, well, this is like a long, old-timey-timey one. Okay. <laughs> On that note, um, we are missing one person where tonight. Where are we? <laughs> where, <laughs> where are Tony we? Is. We just that, started. That's where Tony is. Wherever we are, that's where Tony is. Tony Moore is not with us tonight. Um, I really don't know where he is, but hopefully he's well. And, and because we're so tight, he sends his apologies. Yes. And We were going to um, have a cardboard cutout here for Cam to make out with. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah. So, it's the three of us and Marissa, and we're going to get into it. What, are you, uh, what do you guys think of the episode? Your first impressions? Favorite one so far. Yeah. Cameron? No, yeah, totally. My favorite episode. Sorry, I was trying to think of what I was going to say. Um, uh, my opinion has changed about many of the queens. So I guess that's mm, Mine too. I will agree with you on that. Mine too. And we're going to get to that. Um, but first, I want to remind our audience, uh, again, thank you for watching us. If you're tuning in live, we are here, AfterBuzzTV.com. If you want to call us up, call us. We are in Studio B tonight. The number here is 424 424- Two five six one six six three. Um, you're watching three, us. Three. One six three yeah, three. That's that, what Marissa said. This is why we love Marissa. She, she keeps us on track. Um, <laughs> if you're watching us on YouTube, Woo-hoo, thank you again. Yeah. Make your comments. Um, shout out to Pinky. Oh, can I give or, shout outs? Yeah, so sure. We can do that. Sure. Um, I would also like to thank our listeners on iTunes or. or yeah, our listeners on iTunes. iTunes and yeah. um, thanks for commenting. I read those comments, too. We read them, too. She does. Um, Real Gato, Gato, I love you, too. Uh, music for the soul. Thanks for commenting. And then um, I can't shout out to everyone. I try to talk to at least everyone on uh, YouTube. But uh, Shannon Kay, thanks for trying to what stick up, up for us. Thanks for trying to stick up for us. Uh, <laughs> Matthew from France. Salut. Um, Salvador. Oui, oui. 
and Jeremy. Um, they and Jackie, called Jackie. Where are you reading this stuff from? My notes, <laughs> because I cannot keep everything in my head. If this was a play, I would memorize it. But this is this is a live show. Speaking stuff. of Europe, can you tell us about your shirt? This shirt, I thought. <laughs> I was being clever because Courtney Act won the challenge, and I thought this was the flag of Australia. That's I'm going to stand up. It's a British flag for yeah. the iTunes listeners. So thank you, uh, Google, for straightening it out she for me today. She tries hard. She does. I tried. I tried. Hmm. But obviously I can't top Jackie because she's always, if it's not St. Patty's Day, it's her Rue the Musical Act 3. I'm only trying to top myself. No. Which is going to become a She's the PCP girl. Someone called uh, called you out on it, stealing my thunder, so there you go. Oh. Um, before... Oh, wait, wait, wait. I just want oh, to... Um, Sorry. Sorry. Salvador and Jeremy, they, they called out the Courtney versus Adore showdown, totally. which I wanted to shout out to them. And to our new viewers, Cherry Pop and Jasmine Faye Queen. And then, uh, and to Fencer, how... This lip sync, we'll talk about it later, but uh, he was saying that there were boring lip syncs, and I didn't think this one was boring. Well, this was, this is, I think overall this was a great episode, but before we get into it, I want to plug our Maria Menounos. Her show is debuting tonight, actually, so if you're not watching us, please watch the show. It is on uh, Oxygen, and it's Tuesday night at 10 p.m., and that's, I'm assuming that's Eastern Standard Time. 9 p.m. Central Time. And somebody and asked if that was her real laugh in the last... Um, on our YouTube comments, and I believe it is. Because <laughs> um, if you go back to watch uh, Dance with the Stars, <laughs> that's... Yeah, it was... She was giving me a little friend dresser. Yeah. Okay, guys, so <laughs> the beginning of the episode, we start off uh, with... it. Kind of They kind of um, alluded to a, a Bianca versus Gia showdown. Maybe yes. at the beginning of the episode it seemed that way, but it didn't seem like way throughout the the remainder of the episode because it kind of turned into a Bianca versus Trinity at, towards uh, the end with the mm-hmm. challenge and mm-hmm. you know everything else. Yeah, Ish. but I just think it, it also has to do with the fact that the at least Bianca and. Um, Gia are very vocal people, and then Trinity started to become vocally like, curm- not curmudgeony, um, grumpy, <laughs> grumpy. I thought she was episode. just frustrated because she didn't know. What was <clears throat> but going it's on. Like, so I will apologize because I did have be- her in my top three, and I uh, clearly no. I had that one. Wrong. Well, we can talk about it because <clears throat> I there are a lot of other queens that I was like I don't really really and care now, for you, I and really now I'm like, like them. for me I think Jocelyn is turning around a Love little her. bit, yeah, and because I find her entertaining to watch, mm-hmm. whereas before I was just like ah oh, she's just dumb, and I just I don't like wanna... her asides. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. I find her asides yeah. very interesting. No, and I but I like Trinity's asides too, but as a, as a character person, yeah. I don't know. It's tr- Trinity is com- going down, and after watching Untucked, which we'll talk about later, mm-hmm. my Laganja radar has gone down. I didn't really care for it at the beginning. I just now it's just like I want her gone. After watching Untucked, my Ben de la Creme radar went far up. Oh yeah, I've always liked him, and that's but pretty, I think, that's pretty far. I think <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty far, far up, all the way up, repeatedly. Repeatedly up. Is that it? For all the the, the, sure. the, the turns? <laughs> oh, well, Trinity, I think you can only be grumpy about the challenges you have to face. In you, You're given a pass, but two episodes in a row, it just seems like everybody ha- is in the same position. Now, here's, here's the thing. Do you think it's fair to have two uh, acting challenges back-to-back? First of all, I mean, again, I hate saying Isn't it. Isn't being a drag queen kind of like acting? Well, yeah, and then Tony always, you guys always say it. It's season six. 
you should come prepared for whatever you're going to get thrown your way. And for her to say, I'm a drag queen and I lip sync, I mean, you know, it's again, season six. Oh, I hate saying that. <laughs> but it is. It's season six. Get a clue. But then I didn't find his singing that bad. No, I mean, neither did I. But I think he's just a pessimist. So right. it's out of his comfort zone. So well, It was bad compared to everyone else. I thought it was better than a lot of other people, but we'll get to that later. Um, I want to talk about the mini challenge. Okay. And I want to talk about RuPaul's suit. It was kind of like the the coffee color Mm -hmm. with the brown, dark brown underneath, and then the blue uh, handkerchief. I thought it was... He always has really amazing suits. Yeah. And, I mean, if you you compare the suits to him out of drag to him in drag, it's just, you know, he's always on point. Mm -hmm. Although... I don't think tonight's runway look was my favorite. No, You're not there yet. But, um, yeah, so the mini challenge was uh, female or she-male. So I they were giving that. They were giving pictures of close-up um, appendages or body parts of, fem- of females. And, they, and the contestants had to guess whether it was a female or she-male. And I thought it was a clever little, little game. My favorite was Tara Banks. Okay. <laughs> so... I wonder where that picture came from because obviously it was a horrible. Obviously, there was a line drawn mm-hmm. right above her hairline. But and, and ironically, or maybe not ironically, the the guy that was with Rue, what is? Oh, the Us Weekly guy. That him. I didn't. He made the comment sorry. about some some makeup artist. makeup artist is going to get fired, and you know who was a prior uh, makeup artist for it was Tara. Raja. It was Raja. Yeah. But I, I doubt that that was Raja's her. makeup looks know, good, Just though. a reference. Yeah. <clears throat> um, um, I liked that, too, because I liked how, as a viewer, it was challenging me as well. Because you, we have not necessarily people that watch Drag Race. But in general, it's just it reminds you that you see a lot of people in society and you make a judgment based on their body parts, based on their body type, whether or not they're a man or a woman. And it was perfect for this show because I'm watching it and I'm having the same trouble that the that um, the contestants on Drag Race are, I'm like, oh, that's a man. Oh, no, it's a woman. Oh, that's a man. No. Oh. And and they were having the same Well, they, I mean, they took, I mean, women like China, right. the wrestler, who mm-hmm. really manly features, and uh, Tan Mom, which I I agree with Ben. I don't know yeah, if that was an ace. I was just, it was just weird. It was just weird. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a fun little challenge. But they did what Jackie hates is the whole MTV split screen. So it was confusing. Were you confused? I actually, that one didn't bother me because um, there wasn't, it was just kind of like a yes or no question. Right. Versus I'm not trying to hone in on a performance. performance. Got it. So for that, I didn't have a problem because I can assess yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, female, female, like comparatively. And they helped blue and pink. And so I was like, oh, okay, that's really simple. Right. But when I'm trying to evaluate a performance, I don't want to see five performances next to each other. That's confusing. There you have it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so the winners of the mini challenge were uh, were Adore and Ben Delacram. Adore, her second mini challenge win. So they had to pick teams again. And this time the teams were mixed up a little bit. You had Adore. Uh, on her team, there was Milk, Jocelyn, um, I have to cheat, Laganja, and April. So there was a team of five. And then the remaining six, seven, were on team Ben Delacroix. So Cameron's going to speak now. I mean, and it's a a term here that I learned here at After Buzz from DJ Jesse Janity. Uh, It's called Dick in the Soup, where there's um, 
extreme <laughs> manipu- <laughs> manipulation yeah. by the producers. Obviously. Yeah. Like, if I was a door, just saying, and I wanted to sabotage Courtney, knowing that she's the other singer in the group, I would have put her on my team and I would have picked her role. Well, here, here's, 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 here's the, the thing that I noticed, and I was thinking the same thing, but. The, what they did was they gave Ben De La Creme the first the pick. The first pick. Mm-hmm. So obviously, and with what you just said, I felt that the roles were divided amongst the girls in the groups as you would, as if RuPaul was to do this, mm-hmm. you know? And it was like evenly, it was obviously Courtney was going to play the good, the good girl. Adora was going to be the bad version of the good girl. And it was just like, it was, I thought it was too... Manipulated. I thought it was too contrived. Contrived. I'm not as far as as far as the producers tend to do a lot of times in reality TV is they tend to put the inevitable option in front of you. Mm -hmm. So, like, let's say they know someone tends towards this, they put that option in front of them, which is why they had Ben pick first because they know Ben is going to pick the only other amazing singer that is out there, Mm -hmm. which would be Courtney. Right. Um. So you don't even give Adore that option. But as far as the picking team, like as far as the picking for individual roles, it seemed to me though like they were um, actually they were actually having a say in their own roles this mm-hmm. time versus last time where it was just kind of like you do that, you do that, you do well, that. Well, that was because of the captains last time, right? And I think Adore learned her, from her mistake from last time. But yeah. one of my things that that I didn't like about this episode or kind of the show in general is that you have. For instance, you know you have two singers on the on the show this season. Mm-hmm. Last season you had two dancers. Two dancers. So I feel as though that the show not necessarily catering to the strengths of those contestants, but they do want to see, you know, they want to put that together to see if they can create something. And for me, the whole singing competition between Courtney and Adore didn't it, there wasn't any competition, mainly because they were on two different teams. So I didn't feel that necessary competition aspect of what I think the producers were going for. Mm-hmm. Whereas I felt bad for those who did who couldn't sing, like April, or who can't perform uh musical theater. And and I feel that those are the those contestants kinda get the shaft. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what I'm thinking as I'm saying this, it should be the other way around where you have really no dancers on this season. You should have your dancing challenge this season and and you had no singers last season. You should have had your musical last season, you know what I mean? Make things more interesting instead of catering to cuz we've all well But what about where my people at? Yeah, but they had the singing too. So it's going to be what it's going to be. Yeah, it is. But I I feel as though that it's contrived cuz I if I had my way, I think Adora would've been in the bottom 2 for the last 2 weeks. And I think she would have been gone home by this time. But I think we had some comments on YouTube saying they they needed her for this particular episode. And honestly, don't you? I feel um, a little bit slighted, like because it should be by talent. For myself, I think she should have gone home as well. I don't right. care about the American Idol I feel Idol like Adora thing. is talented, though. To me, Adora yeah. is talented. Yeah, yeah I'm not saying she's not. I just don't see her as a. Ta- I don't think her I talent see- isn't drag. And I don't see her as a competitor in this competition, as far as drag. But I will say that going by trailers and the different costumes that I've seen in the trailers with her, it looks like she's going to be here for a while. Yeah, yeah. Damn true. it! <laughs> I like Adora. We do. We know you do. Even um, though she doesn't cinch her waist, I'm okay. So- her makeup is beautiful to me. So, ish. So we'll get to that. So the main stage, the main challenge was Shade the Rusical, and it was the first time they've done that. And I think they broke it up into two acts. 
And I thought, overall, I thought it was a pretty decent production. Here is the thing. So overall, I was like, oh, this is, I mean, I didn't really see, to me, overall, any person who I could pick out to be the bottom. I right. didn't see that overall. Then when then when I watched Untucked, I realized from the clips they were showing in Untucked that there was more to the musical. Right. And that is what frustrated me because I'm like, mm. now I know that they, of course, edited it for the best performances. Right. So now we don't know what they're judging on. Right. Which is always – it's always a toss-up when you think about that because you're like, okay, I don't think – from what I saw, mm-hmm. I don't think April did a bad job with what she had. Now, from what they saw, mm-hmm. that could be entirely different. Right. And I think also, I, I think this is another one of those uh, challenges where there was so much editing-wise that they had to go by is mm-hmm. that they could, they only have an hour. And I think, I always try to go back and rewatch it to see where they could, like, take a minute or two. Like, for instance, my big thing is Ruse, when she comes out on the main stage, that is time wasted because it's just lights flashing and it's just like <laughs> we get it it's your show and i i love rupa i love she's the reason why i watch the show but come on that although it might have been 30 seconds 45 seconds at most that time could have been well spent with something more significant you know what i mean sure okay no i get it i get it my soapbox mm-hmm. moment um, I will say that I, I definitely liked act one more than i liked act two i could have done without act two honestly well, I think Act Two just failed for me. I think it was more interesting Act One in, mm-hmm. in general. But I want to back up because uh, they had rehearsals before they actually yes. went on the mm-hmm. main stage, yes. and they had rehearsals with Lucian uh, Piani, Piani, Lucian, Piani. His, his sister Denise, and Our Lady J. I got it right. Yeah, Our Lady J. Um, mm-hmm. And Lady J. I yeah. thought it was I. Th- Again, Jackie just mentioned that I think the editing, there was so much more that we could have seen and just, they just didn't have enough time. Right. Um, I think they mainly focused on with uh, Team Delacreme uh, Trinities, you know. Yes. Kind of whatever that was. Continuous Excuses. grumpiness. Yeah. And, and I love, and I think this is why I love Bianca Del Rio is because without saying, because she has a lot to say, but some of her facial expressions yeah. are just enough. <laughs> And it was just, you know, it all worked for me. As much as she has bothered me in past episodes, kind of being like that person who just says everything all the time, is there's there's a certain level of, like, wanting too much attention. And that can get to me. It's like, I understand you're on the show, you're in it to win it, and that's why you're here. But at the same time, it's like, you don't have to talk all the time. You don't have to keep talking while your brain's still thinking. But um, I think she has that, it's already there. It's quick. And and I kind of live for like because I, I I hate to be like Debbie Downer, but a lot of the contestants are boring. What is it, Debbie Downward? Who said that? In the- <laughs> April. 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 As she was leaving, she said, "I don't know what the Downward word. Debbie is." What she said. Downward Debbie. That's Down- correct. Well, As Trinity well, also said, "Difficultness." But we, I mean, <laughs> while we're talking about April, I think do you guys? We've always seen this with the Puerto Rican or the Hispanic um, queens that are on the well, show. Is it the? The communication. I think there's a definite language. Well, not language barrier. I think her 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 accent was hindering for her. For the, for me though, I don't think she should have gone home tonight. I don't at all, and that's what frustrated me well, because I think the person who spends the most time, it's like 
you're you're here for the competition. You're not here to keep complaining about how you don't think you can live up to the competition. And April, like April, was moving forward with grace and style. And I don't, I really didn't think she did that. Like compared to Trinity, to me, Trinity did worse. So you in think the clip it should have been saw. the other way? I think it should have been the other way around because to me, Trinity did worse, and in the um, competition than April did with what with what they were given and I also think that the to me the lip sync was a draw and so it's like if we're not basing this on the lip sync if we're just basing it on the performance I really think Trinity should have gone home and I think that again it's another tired thing where you're like oh this queen is um like having language troubles Mm -hmm. you know although I do love I'm gonna miss her Dios mio Dios mio (laughs) there you go that's the Spanish language of the night. Okay. What does that mean? Spanish means, language of the night. No, oh. I, know what, I, I know what that means. I was just thinking about what I just said. Oh, oh. oh but back to, I, I forgot <laughs> my point about um, Bianca. My point about Bianca was actually in this episode, I started to like her because I realized she is really carefully trying to pick what she says. Even when she was speaking to Trinity, there have been queens in the past that just snap on a dime and turn on you and say the nastiest thing to your face. And that's the thing about Bianca. I think she was actually trying to she help her. She was actually trying to help her. And then it's like, once you get to a point where you're just talking to a brick wall, it's just like, all right, well, I, I do what I, right. you know. And this goes back to last week when she said, why don't you try to be act black? You know, it it wasn't meant, I don't think it was intended to be hurtful, but I think Trinity might have taken it that way, and I think it, we're seeing a pattern now, is that... Mm-hmm. You know, Bianca's trying to be this mother hand and trying to be helpful. Right. And I can see where it may come off as kind of condescending. Mm-hmm. And um, she also mentioned, I mean, there's a big age difference. 37, yes. 22. I mean, yes. obviously. And we all know, well, when I was 22, I thought I knew everything. Right. You know, and right. I think that's the mentality. And I think, and there are a lot of young queens on this, like Gia. Well, and <laughs> speaking of which, let's segue into that. I find her very hit or miss. And I'm not just talking about competition-wise. Like, last week I thought she was hilarious. I thought she was funny. I I found her very annoying and very just kind of like, just shut up already. (laughs) I think she's polarized the audience more than Bianca has. Uh Which actually is a good thing. Well, for her, I think it it will be very good. And like you said in the promos, I've seen a lot of different looks from her. So I think she's going to be... She's going to go far in the competition. Well, they picked on April's makeup, and when you got into the and you got into Untucked, and you could see her under brighter lights, her makeup well, was just same. like April's. But then again, that might have been the lighting too. Maybe they didn't see it on the main stage. Yeah. So and I didn't color, see it on the main stage. Yeah. Too. So. Um, and I love how they uh, Dame, uh, Darian describes her voice as Fran Drescher got steamrolled by a dying duck. But I liked how they clocked um, her on the on the runway. They're like, why? Why are you? Why is she safe and you're still up here? But then I like her her comeback too. Mm. So, yeah. I also help, like yeah. how she doesn't like. Okay. Oh, we're not talking about Untucked yet. Uh, we can if you want. Well, I just feel um, Gia. You, you have Jocelyn calling Gia ignorant, and to a certain level, she is because she doesn't. There are things she just doesn't know. Okay. Like, she didn't know what a Tony was. Okay. And I think those little comments, I think they're meant to be like, oh, look at me. I'm dumb. I I think she's doing it purposefully. Hello. I was just about to say it. I was waiting for somebody. She's sandbagging. Yeah. I think I, I think she clearly knows what a Tony is. And she made another comment earlier about, uh, oh, when, the, um, when they were on stage rehearsing and he was like, you know, beans and 
you know, literally. Oh. I now, granted, maybe she didn't at the time, but I think she knows what she's doing. And she's getting attention for it. Do you oh, think yeah. she did in the last episode when they asked her about the black? Totally. black. I don't think there. She took such a long pause and her eyes were like No, dead. but I think either you or Tony said I, she paused because she knew that she, the producer was right. And she's like, no. How, how do I spin that? Yeah. Right. How, yeah. And and it was very effective and I found it very funny. But like this week, it's, just, it's now the opposite. I'm just like, oh, God. Because I, I didn't want to like her. Because, you know, I love a fish queen, but also she, she was getting on my nerves. But I have to say, I feel like she's sandbagging. I think she's she's playing the game. She's playing. Yeah. She's, like, I feel like she's playing down, but I, deep down she's, like, very calculated and just, like, Arya knows what's going on. You know, and referring to the whole Kabuki training and all of that kind of stuff. Because, actually, I went back when I watched it the second time to watch the Act 1 performance. She was on point. Yes. She was... Crazy on point. And and I, she was really good. And I didn't think that her... Well, I don't think... Well, voice, take the here's, voice out of here's, it. Here's yeah. the thing. <laughs> this is my problem with these. this particular challenge is that there, it's not... First of all, it's not a level playing field as far as singers versus non-singers. Mm-hmm. You also... It, it, it's not a level playing field versus parts where you have... Well, we, Courtney, that's I, the thing. We don't know that. That was the thing. There was there were bigger parts. Like, you saw bigger let's parts just, and But let's just break it down to what we saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got Courtney Act. She's the main character in the first act. And then you had two actresses playing the pageant queens. And then you had two actresses playing the comedy queens. They're, ba- they're basically the same character. Mm-hmm. They're just Their lines are broken up. So if you do it by lines, obviously, Courtney has the most lines. And so she has the most to put forward. Whereas, like, and I kind of felt a little, it, it was a little unfair for Darian Lake because she didn't have many lines. And then you, she had Gia next to her, who was, I, I agree with Cameron, who did uh, phenomenal. Now you go to, to the second act and you have Adore who had the most lines. And, you know, oh, I'll back, back up a little bit. Ben De La Creme's uh, role also was. Uh, ben was amazing. Though. I think, I for me, he was the winner. That's yes. what I thought. In, I agree. In this yeah. challenge. And I totally disagree with Michelle because I think for theater, and you know this because mm-hmm. you're a theater major, he had the most expression and he had the most. I live for his theater, performances. Theater, she does. Theater is totally different from on camera. Camera, mm-hmm. camera, movie, theater, te- television, they tell you less is more. Theater more is great. Yeah. Or I don't know the term, but. He did. He you want to? You always in theater. You always the want to give the, your biggest you performance, and then be told if you have to pull back. Right. And I think he did just that. And I feel as though, as far as performance wise, in the rehearsals, I think I don't think Lucian was particularly like was doing the directing. I think mm-hmm. it was just more voice. Yeah. And and yes. maybe I'm wrong no, because maybe so. there was more. But I think they relied on their instincts mm-hmm. as far as the performance wise. Yeah. And I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I think this was one of the challenges where they should have actually had uh, an audience. I yes. Thought, I thought, you know, go to Pantages Theater and, and fill it up with a room full of people and, like, let them perform. Mm-hmm. And I think that would have been amazing. And I, like, Ben's performance in this one, Ben's performance in the last one, I was like, I am living for he's Ben's the one performance. I, I think he's the one to watch. Yeah. I think he's the one to watch. Um, I don't know where I went. And his asides, where, like, his, the things that he is saying in his asides are so interesting to me. Yeah. Oh, and his facial, he's on, yeah. he's on point. 
He's another one who's kind of floating on the radar, but whenever he turns it, whenever he turns it on, he turns it on. Mm-hmm. Now, going to the the team Adore, you had three people playing the dream girl characters and it was just kind of like, you know, for me, I didn't see Jocelyn being the butch one. It was just that didn't read from what I saw. That mm-hmm. didn't read for me. And, you know, they you know, they clocked April for not for being the big girl but not having the attitude, which I agree. But at the same time, it's just, you know, wh- I agree with what that. else you could yeah. do. And I would say, Milk and Laganja in drag in this in this performance, I didn't know who was who. Yes. And I think I got kind of lost because I was like, is that Milk? Or is, you know, because I, I think because they look so sim- similar, mm-hmm. I just got lost. And I didn't really know who was Milk. What to me, Milk's they start, even though, even though Milk is kind of, is more quirky than Laganja, as far as like, Milk likes to pick Milk likes to think of like a character and then put it out there, but the the end result like versus like I know there's a difference going into their head what kind of drag they're trying to do, but the end result when you look at it to me, Laganja and Milk tend to look similar, right? With their end result, right? Just look for the sundial and <clears throat> another thing. The sundial. Another thing that Jackie pointed out uh, as far as the editing is that um, they got to pick their own costumes, which in the actual episode, you didn't know where any of the costumes came from, whether it was given to them, whether they they had something to choose from. But Party City? Well, Party City. City. Um, But in in Untucked, when Adora said, uh, you know, Milk took over and blah, 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 you got to see where she was kind of like, you know. And I think that's something that, for me, as a viewer... I would want to see in the actual episode yeah. because, you know, I, I, I want to be able to put everything together. I think the show is too choppy for me. Like, for instance, like the judges comments. I want to see I don't want to see breaks. I don't want to see reaction shots. I want to see them have a con- like if it was American Idol or Dance with the Stars, the judges. There's it's live. They don't have time to cut between, you know, if Michelle's saying something, I want Santino to interrupt or vice versa. I want that, you know. And and I but I feel like the show they're creating these not necessarily we true. Couple, we had a couple comments on YouTube about how people feel like the show is going down the drain. Well, <laughs> and it's because for one, it's because of the the editing. I think I agree. There is some weird editing, and I again, uh, I'm not sure. We talked about this last season. I'm not sure. I like the idea of them starting off the new episode kind of looking back towards the old episode. I feel like it's a waste of time because oh. they're coming into the room and then they're they're looking at the queen that's left and it's like that could be safe for Untuck or for some other supplemental uh, clip on Logo TV whereas it just seems to take up time I, from the episode. What I talked about earlier about, yeah. about the RuPaul, that was another editing note that I would love to give to the editors. That's a good five minute. First of all, that introduction is about three minutes long, mm-hmm. going with coming back off of the runway, then going into this whole Gia, uh, Bianca Del Rio versus, you know, thing, and then going into the title sequence. It's like, that's three minutes of the show that, you know, could have been spent on the runway, which they chopped that in half. Oh, yes. And I literally... So quick. And we can go, we can talk about it now. The runway was, the theme was t- uh, Tony Awards Glamour. And it was like, I would have loved to hear the commentary as usual mm-hmm. on that. And it was just like, Bianca Del Rio, Jocelyn Fox. It was, it was so like, quick. I paused. W- I had to pause because I had to see the actual outfit. And, and there were a lot. And I would love, 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 love to have 
heard the critiques on Milk's outfit. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that was the only one that really stood out for me because it was different. Well, because she was pregnant and then wearing sock- stocking sh- well, what shoes. What do you think about that? I, I To me, that goes with along. I mean, it's not a choice I would pick for the theme. And it's not a choice I agree with for the theme. But I see... I see that she consistently picks characters, so she had to, in her mind, think of, of a character. And you can't really, if you're going to the Tony Awards, you can't really make it a character because it's supposed to be a person. So I guess, like, her way of, like, compensating with that was like, oh, I'll be pregnant. Right. I think... I think Which I, I think is just silly. It's like, come on. I think if, if she would have just went with the pregnant thing but made it just glamorous... Minus the shoes, because the, they had the little flower pair at the bottom, and then minus the socks. They were red for some reason. I didn't get it. Or highlighted the it. fact that she was pregnant, because when I first, I, I'll say this, when I watched the runway and I paused it, the way the dress is all black. So the way the dress was, I was like, what is happening? Is there a hernia? What is going on? It wasn't until Untucked that I noticed that she was actually trying to be pregnant, because I was like, it doesn't, it didn't read well, like, properly on screen. Right. And I think, uh, and I I make a comment on on YouTube and, you know, tell us what you think. But I really hate the fact that they chopped it up. Like, I want to, one of the reasons why I watch the show is for the runway. So, Mm -hmm. Milk stood out for you. What about you? Who was your favorite dress? Um, My favorite. (laughs) I'm sorry, I had to read my notes. You guys keep on talking. But, okay, so, while they were doing the runway, the guest judges were Luciano again and Cheryl Lee Ralph. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jocelyn. Jocelyn oh, was there we go. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Uh, I like Jocelyn, and I liked, um, I, I mean, I liked Ben de la Creme's outfit, but I, I think she could have done better. I liked it, but it wasn't my... I actually I mean, liked I Laganja's dress. I didn't like her headpiece. Yeah, the the bird thing. Yeah, yeah I, I actually right? liked the headpiece more than I liked oh. her I actually head. liked Adore's dress, but I think would have would have helped, because she was in those high, thick stilettos. I think if she had on smaller heels, it, the dress would have gone further down to the, yes. the floor. I think that was yeah. probably if you, can't, if you can't cinch yourself, then you should pad yourself. Yeah, I agree. Come on, was Darian wearing shower shoes? Because that's what it looked like to me I, when she I came. I wear mine today. Yeah, you wear your shower <laughs> shoes. Oh, we're going back to the, the, the <laughs> motherland. Darian. Darian's really asides are amazing. They are amazing. Her what? And her, her asides. Not just her asides, but when like when you're watching Untucked and they do the clips of her like facial features, facial features and other people are talking, they're amazing. No, the one thing that <laughs> she knows how to rip. Yes, and she it does. was just like what was it when she was taught when Rue Fran was asking Fran steamrolled by a dying when, when Rue was asking Trinity if she's ever done uh, musical theater yeah. and she said in, <laughs> in middle school Darian yeah, but she played a tree <laughs> and it's just so and here's the thing you have Bianca Del Rio who is just it's it's all and, it's an and, insult and, 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 it, and it was and it's intentional mm-hmm. well all of them are intentional but Hers is just, and then you have Gia, who, who you know, once she gets to reading, like she read Jocelyn in Untuck, which I kind of felt bad for Jocelyn. I did feel bad for Jocelyn, <laughs> but Gia came for her, and it was funny. And then you have Darren. Lake. But here's my problem: I see Jocelyn's original point because it's like she's coming. Jo- I mean, what Gia does is fish. It's like she's a fish queen. She's coming at Milk because she doesn't understand her type of drag. And it's like Milk is still dressed like a woman. It's just it's the it's 
it's a different type of drag, right. you know? It's not going to be Fish Queen. But what, my point was that Darian Lake, it's not all in your face. It's just very subtle. Yes. Her, her That's a good ripper. Yes. It should hit you a minute later. Yeah. <laughs> very subtle, and I love that. Um, so going back to the judges, Luciana was uh, judge number one, and or just a judge, and Cheryl Lee Ralph, for those of you who don't know, she was the original Dina Jones mm-hmm. in the original drag uh, track. <laughs> In the original Broadway performance of Dreamgirls. And if you still don't know who Dina Jones was, she was the Beyonce of that. <laughs> oh, no. She's it all comes back to She's also the mama in Sister Act 2. And she was, <laughs> yes, and she also was the mom in Moesha, mm-hmm. oh. So she's been around. And I love when RuPaul has judges that actually know what's going yes. on. And I can honestly say... Yes. Kim Kardashian, Kim, <clears throat> Chloe Kardashian was a good judge, in my opinion. I think Cheryl was an even better judge yes. because she had not only good critiques, she knows she knows the craft. Yes. And she knows, you may not, I, I, there were a couple of times where I disagree with her on cer- certain things, like Ben DeLacrim's dress. I didn't mind the big shoulder yeah, I thing. Didn't either. I, I thought it was just as good without it. <laughs> but when she told, when she told Trinity to put a cork in it, I thought she was coming for her, but she was actually, I think she was coming for her, but she also was giving advice. Yes. And I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I should do that too, put a cork in it sometimes. Kathleen Turner got, because she's known for the way she speaks, Kathleen Turner, she actually put um, pencil erasers between her back uh, molars to, to it, get that to sound. To open, yeah. yeah. And gets a fuller sound. Yeah, yeah. So I and love when, I I love when they have ju- when Rue has judges that know what's going on. Yes, and she they was. Give good yes, she was giving right? a great. So just critique. give it a Santino. Hey, I like Santino. You know what? For he me, knows for the sewing challenges. Somebody got ripped. Somebody ripped him. Somebody ripped him, and then they they cut away to Michelle, Michelle cackling. <laughs> I don't remember. Was it this episode? Are you sure? Rue, Rue, when she came out, she ripped on. Santino. Oh, she said. She said uh, from the. <laughs> I just saw the play on Friday. What's the name of the play? Book of Mormon. Yes. Um, she called him the Book of Moron. Yeah. <laughs> and they cut away to, to Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> yeah. One of our one of our fans did comment on YouTube about how they're they're kind of doing this like Michelle versus Santino thing. And here's the thing is that if they didn't cut away like I want to see you know, watching American Idol. I never really watched American Idol. I've seen clips when Paula and Simon Cowell would get into these tips. It was li- it was live, so they, it was just it felt organic. This is just I I definitely feel like it's contrived. I you know maybe there is tension. Who knows? I don't think there is. Rue's dress. I liked it until I saw the gold in it. Otherwise, I thought it was My, pretty good. I <laughs> have to say though. Dress. Okay, so I'm looking at Cam's notes. Cam's notes are impeccable, by the way. Mine looked like a squirrel wrote them, um, <laughs> and his notes say Rue's dress. Gold ruined it with a sad face. <laughs> With the sad face. I wasn't too thrilled about this one. The Technicolor dress. I, I wasn't thought, I thought it was just... And they came back with the bright lights thing. I was like, oh, that's a lot. <laughs> Why are you so blurry? <laughs> are you talking about the, the when the song Not starts? Not just that. I mean, just she's over... She's overlit. She's, lit. Yeah, she's overlit. It's, that, it wasn't like that for the past, like, two seasons, I think. It was really bad in the first two seasons. My favorite quote of the whole show was in Act 1, and it's Bianca. And it's just a really, you can barely hear it on the side. And it's um, where Courtney's going over to the dark side, right? She just drank the fish full of water. Mm-hmm. And Bianca goes, she's a man with one eye. That yeah. was the, <laughs> I lost it. That was my yeah. favorite line yeah. of the whole show. Yeah. Besides Darian's 
duck sound. My unfavorite line, um, and I'm going to use that word, is the... Okay. When Alyssa said back row over <laughs> and over last season, it was funny. I think now it's it's like beating a dead horse. It's like they said it like in the back beginning. Back the musical. Well, it, they said it in the beginning. They they made it. They said it like five times in the musical, and I was just like, okay, it's not for me. It's not funny anymore. Or they should. Here's the thing: if you're gonna pick, if you're gonna pick one joke like from a past season like that, I mean. I feel like they should be doing it with a lot of other in, in a lot well, of other spaces. It's the joke is only funny because her facial expression when she was saying it. Yes. And that's what made the joke. Uh, yes. But when it's just randomly tossed out there, we get it. I make the reference to it, but you know it I comes overkill. Yeah. It's beating a dead horse. It's like well maybe not necessarily It's a black horse. <laughs> a black dead horse. Okay. So moving along. <laughs> Dark horse. Um, so they do the show and it was great. Then they ran out on the runway and then <laughs> literally ran out on the runway. And then they, the, the safe girls, they called Bianca and, um, Jocelyn, Milk, um, and Gia, Gia and some other people for <laughs> Laganja for the, uh, to be safe. And then they had the remaining six girls, um, to be critiqued. And I feel as though that the top three, I thought Ben De La Creme should have won. Hands yeah. down. I thought, I thought he was robbed. I'm not a singer, nor I'm, I'm, I'm tone deaf. But I thought Courtney was, eh. I think Bar, the singing, yeah. for me, and I want to investigate this, and I, I wish I had more time. When she says finalist, is it like the final two? Was she like one and two? I would kind of assume it'd probably be the yeah. top twelve. Okay, maybe, and and that was what I was confused. Like, I mean, I was confused. To American Idol. Well, and I've never watched American Idol, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I know that you know Adore was on American Idol. And I watched the clips, but I, I just wonder where she fell into it because for me, I didn't think that she was that great of a. Well, singer. and think about it too. I think that that <laughs> show may have also had some dick in the soup because she said as a boy she was kicked out, as a girl she made it. Producers maybe picked her for that aspect of it. Right. On. Who knows? But she I wasn't also a really think there. Um, on American Idol, you're, it's, it's pop music. It's mostly like songs people know. This one, it's, when it's a song that it's easier to sing a song that you've heard many times before, especially if you're doing a song, like a lot of times they'll have songs within their genres. And in this one, it's like somebody, this is brand new. They've never heard it before. Until I wonder, this but I wonder, because they had the earphones on the entire time during rehearsal, I wonder if they're listening to a track that has already been laid down with the lyrics, or are they just listening to the music in their head? I would assume they're just getting a melody. Yeah. But even then, her head voice was jacked. <laughs> I didn't like her singing. I, Adore, I loved Adore her performance, actually wasn't that bad. Her performance quality is amazing. I yeah. loved Definitely her a stage person. Yeah. But her singing, uh, whatever. And I think, I think... Ben got robbed. Ben was robbed, and be, only because I think they judged on singing only. Only, yeah. Because they geared this episode up so much. Because mm-hmm. if if it were up to me, if you, I think it should have been judged on singing, acting, and the runway. Mm-hmm. And and if you put all three of those together, April would not have been in the bottom two. No. Um, ben Even though April was serving won. Dynasty realness in her last dress, I wasn't too. I didn't really care for the dress. I thought it was okay, but compared to some of the other mm-hmm. ones. I thought it was a lot better. Mm-hmm. Like Gia's dress, I, no. I, I thought Mermaid too, and I think Milk or Jocelyn. Someone said it into Untucked. I think that Jocelyn it, said it or, or Milk. No, milk. you're right. No, I don't know. You know, 
this mermaid dress, and I thought, and it was, and it looked two tone. I was like, what is this? It's just, it was just weird. It was just whatever. But I thought, I think the challenges. I think we should, for me, the audience should know what they're being judged on. Because mm. even in Untuck, they were like, what do you guys, what, what do you think, are we judged on just the yeah, they don't know. performance? Or are we, you know, they don't know. So, you We're know, give us, give us a little something. This. What are we judging, what are we making our ju- judgment on? And when it comes down to it, it's Rue's show anyway, because she has the final right. say. So, yeah. there you go. The bottom two, um, I'm just, it's tough having braces. The bottom no, two. No, I'm not, what? No, I'm, I'm just. Oh. There's a lot of stuff. So the bottom two? <laughs> were Trinity. We've already discussed this in April. Uh, they did a lip sync for your life to I Am Every Woman, which you heard at the beginning of the show by Shaka Khan, the original mm-hmm. that we pointed out before the show. Um, and we all agree that that was the best lip sync so far mm-hmm. so far this season. This season. So far this <laughs> and I think it has to do with the <clears throat> so- song choice. Yeah. Because last week that Selena Gomez, I didn't, no. I've never heard that song. No. And I rewatched the lip sync from last season with Mahogany and Vivian. And I think it was a Britney Spears song. I think that was a poor choice of song, too. Yeah. Although, and I hate to say it, they were boring anyway. <laughs> they were. And they both so deserved boring. to go home. I think One of our was... fans mentioned that. Did you see that? They, they mentioned how boring that lip sync was. Oh, no, actually, I think that was a direct, just kidding. That was a direct tweet to me. No. There you go. <laughs> okay. So. I'm in my own world. So Courtney Act won the challenge, and that's it. I mean, that was the show. <clears throat> in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> now, I think we have now a little bit of time. Untucked. What, okay, here's my question about Untucked. The whole pink box Bryce thing. Lee Wynn. That was the... That, hey, Bryce. Hi, hey, Bryce. Bryce. You Bryce, mentioned that to me. Thanks for watching. You confused us. me. I thought you were the white guy in the picture. <laughs> Sorry. So, okay. Baganja had the pink box moment. Crack and, mm-hmm. Oh, eras. She's oh, okay. irritating. Eras. That's a word. Eras. So, what... Okay. <clears throat> Elaborate. Like, for me, I was watching. I was like, oh... That was so sweet. And then she just was like... Seriously, she yeah. thought the pink box was like this specialized gift just for her. <laughs> like, she won a big prize, and it was her moment. Girl, and was, let me come Jesus. wrap your vagina. Christ, shut I mean, the fuck up. And I, and I, was and I don't that, care if you're a Laganja fan. You can rip on me all day. That was just over the top. And that was the moment where I was just like, okay, I didn't like you before. I definitely don't like, like you. Like, I want a Bianca to rip on her. Like, come on, girl, let her have it. Let me but, and here's the thing is that I think Bianca knows when, when, when to let it go and then when to yes. like, she doesn't want to be Fifi. Right. Let it go. <laughs> because I, no, I know, I have a feeling that she was just going to like, girl, keep on talking. I got something for you. But she apologized. And even before, even before the whole, the whole breakdown, after the parents uh, spoke, the first thing you hear is Bianca say, "Oh, that's so sweet." Yeah. And then she says, "She says, oh, I, I, you know, that was very lovely and blah blah blah." And then she made her little comment, mm-hmm. which, if you look, I rewatched it. If you look at it, her when the parents came on, her reaction was just like solemn. Yeah. It there was no joy. There was no. There was no. Oh, you know. No real tears coming down immediately. It was just like... Oh. Which lends to the fact, and it's kind of referred to some of our comments, um, Laganjo, she tries too hard. Yeah. Just like us, I guess, apparently. <laughs> she T-T-H, tries too hard. Like, well, some of her, the way she speaks and the, the tone she uses sometimes, it, it's definitely... It's irritating. Screeching for attention. So I think the whole, like, parent thing, and then all of a sudden she realized she could turn this into a moment about her, and then right. she, she felt like she was robbed. Bitch, please. The, well, the thing is, 
the the thing with the parents, I'm watching it. And I'm like, like you, Kenny. This is so sweet. What mm-hmm. a sweet thing. And maybe it was taking her time to sink in, which is why she was being quiet. But at the same time, not everybody gets those moments. Right. Not everybody on the show gets them. So it's like I don't see why you can own this moment. Right. Because it's like it's great that, you know, you're, you get picked for this moment. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you're the only person – who is missing their family or the only person who has has had trouble with their family understanding that they're in drag or things like that and I think what the I think the reason they wanted to turn it into a group thing was because they wanted to bond but that's and, and I and I totally agree and I think that's what happens every time they have one of those video things is that the video thing they ask you know they get into in depth with you know the situation and then they go around the room and yes. everyone speaks their mind and yeah. she took it as though this is about me. Why are you guys laughing and blah, 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 and, you know. So. Maybe her parents are the only ones that wanted to be on the show. And also, and I have to, this is my personal opinion about the whole parent thing. This is still a competition. I think throwing, if you're if you're in, in a situation where you're competing and you need to focus and you need to, like, keep all your shit together, and then you get into a, you get into these untucks and you got your parents telling you how much they love you and how much they've neglected you and they <laughs> basically spill the beans on your entire family's history within whatever number of years that fucks with you yeah. mentally yeah. so now you have this this thing weighed on you and you have to continue in the in the competition mm-hmm. knowing full well that all of america is going to see this and Maybe some people are, you know, stronger and maybe some people want that. Because obviously, when they do these shows, they sign their life away. So whatever Rue wants to put on the screen, they put on the screen. And, you know, you just have to deal with it. And it makes for a good TV. But at the same time, I think it's kind of unfair to the contestants. Because it, it is, a, for me, I would think, I would assume it is a mindfuck. It's a mindfuck, yeah. Yeah. So. But again, for her to feel like it was some personal prize that she had won for such a great performance. <laughs> please, please. I don't even think she was that great. She blended in with the rest of them. Again, I thought she was milk at the when she first came out. <laughs> Somebody so. rip me on YouTube, please. So we wow. have a dialogue about it. Anyway, <laughs> but before that, the whole milk versus Gia and the dress and the Jocelyn. I she felt- was ignorant. She, <laughs> was she was ignorant. It was ignorant. She was ignorant. However, I I felt as though. It wasn't Jocelyn's battle to fight. I think if Milk really wanted to stand up for herself, she should have st- stood up for herself. And later, she chose not to because that's not, you know, what she does. So Maybe, but again, we don't know because maybe, back, maybe backstage or during taping, they became friends and Jocelyn feels pers- oh, Jocelyn and Milk. Maybe Jocelyn feels personally responsible. Well, I think responsible. from what I got from it is when the whole comment about... You know, the dress and the baby and blah, blah, blah. Jocelyn, when Milk started to give her reasons why, Jocelyn jumped in right away and was like, the reason why I like you is blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the, you know, you know, now you're picking sides and you're on Team Milk. Whereas Gia's just like, obviously I'm a 10, you're a 1, which you can't get any cattier right? or cuntier than that. Right? I think that was just the lowest of lows. Like, Excuse she me. came for her. Yeah. That's like Excuse the whole, me, mermaid dress, messed up yeah. makeup, wonky eye. But what I didn't like is that <laughs> Jocelyn did call her out on it. She said, "You just tried. You're trying to read her." And she and Gio was like, "No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. She no, totally you weren't was. inquiring. You weren't being inquisitive. You were reading her." Yeah, and it was unfair. 
But I do agree with Kenny. I mean, at some point, you're not going to stand up for yourself. I'm not going to jump in for you. Unless she's, like, being completely... Bullied. Yeah. I don't think... And Milk's, like, what, six foot four? Come on, yeah. girl. <laughs> Milk, by the way, is very a very pretty boy. Yes. Out of drag. Is Kenny does not speak therapy on this now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, that's just my personal opinion. Okay. <laughs> do we have anything else? I think that I think we covered everything, just about. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just do predictions. Now, what do you mean? Now. So... Next week, we have the, why can't I think, Snatch Game. Yes! So, Snatch, Snatch Game is next game. week. Snatch Game. I just love it. The only female on the panel, aside from Marissa, is just loving the Snatch Game. I comment. love the Snatch Game. It's my favorite. <laughs> she loves Snatch. <laughs> Thank you. You see what's going on. Okay. So, what are your predictions? That's not what I meant. I just like people impersonating people. Top three, Jackie. Hit it. Or, my- who do you think is going to do well in the Snatch Game? Oh. Who do I think would do well in the Snatch Game? From ben. what you saw. Ben. Ben is, Courtney. I think Ben's going to win the Snatch Game. I think Courtney will do well. I think, I, I think, think Bianca would do well. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of rooting for ben, uh, for ben and Gia. To win it all or just this, No, this to, to do well in the Snatch Game. Yeah. Because I want a good ripper. And I think that Jocelyn is actually sneaking up. Well, she definitely, for me, is the dark horse in this. I think she's a lot more calculated. Well, I think, <clears> if, <throat> for those of you who know, Snatch Game is a ripoff of the Match Game, which they basically asked, oh, I can do this next week. What am I doing? <laughs> uh, I think I think Ben is going to do well. And that's it. And we're done. Thank you for watching. I think Trinity's going home. Trinity will eventually go home. Where can we find you? Cameron. Uh oh. I'm not sure. At seven seven seven. Jackie. At one two three Jackie underscore B on Twitter. At one two three Jackie B all one word on Instagram. You can find me at lounging with Tony. On all platforms. I'm just kidding. Uh that is where you can find Tony. He's not here, but he's uh lounging with Tony. On all platforms. On all platforms, including Grinder and Scrub. And you can find me at K A Y S E E H two five. You can find him through my Twitter. On Twitter. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks, guys. Thanks for watching YouTube, uh, iTunes, Palm Trees, <laughs> and AfterBuzz TV. Thanks, we're out. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.